couple of uh, years down the road, you are hanging out. You, uh, you're still doing uh, comedy and stuff, uh, but I'm going to be honest. You're not doing too well in the, uh, the financial department. How's that any different than the present day? See, what happened is that you um, won a contest. You won uh, $100,000. Comedy contest or like some other, like uh, see how long you could hold your hand on this truck kind of contest. Like, what are we talking about? So what it is, is there was a, a local uh, radio station, uh, W-A-S-S. Oh, that's my favorite. W-A-S. Uh, they had a, a contest where if you answered uh, your phone, uh, it, basically mm -hmm. it's, it's uh, 9, 95.5 on the, on the FM dial. So sure. if they call you at 9.55 on the dot, and if you answer the phone by saying like, uh, I'm a piece of shit, fucking bitch, then you win uh, $100,000. And uh, you kind of were like, holy shit. So you just like looked up the uh, what the the phone number was. And so you have it on like mm -hmm. your call ID and they called you and you just answered and said that. And they were like, oh, shit. Like they didn't think anyone would actually win, you know. So yeah. uh, so that station goes under. But uh, you have a uh, hundred thousand dollars to your name. So the station goes under because they had to pay out the FCC fine for me swearing twice on the air. Yeah, they were and so shocked. Also had to pay me a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So this one stunt bankrupted the entire station. Yeah, and it, it put a lot of good DJs out of work. Uh, the, the morning show. Oh no. Yeah, the morning show. Uh, it's called Hot Beans in the Morning, and what that is is it's a uh, a radio show uh, where uh, like there's this guy on it called uh, Beans, and he's kind of like a, a dopey idiot, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. what happens is callers, you know, will call up and like trick him and stuff and he's always just getting like owned and he gets like he's so steamed up you know what i mean uh so there's hot beans in the morning uh the midday show is called um mother goose and grim and uh it's this woman she goes by uh mother goose and uh her sidekick is uh you know he goes by grim you know uh they mostly you know they mostly talk local events and sports and stuff uh mm -hmm. but the afternoon drive that is the big one uh this show rules <clears throat> it's called um squid and the kid and squid uh, and the kid yeah in the afternoon and um what happens is uh squid is sort of like this weird like older guy you know what i mean like he's clearly uh -huh. done meth you know uh and he has just like this <laughs> child on the show with him and so it's sure. like him like an eight-year-old boy uh and the boy never ages it's like the like they've been doing the show together for like uh -huh. 15 years and it's uh we got like an hold on so we got like an andy milanakis situation going on here like no or do, like does he mentally age or is he just like i'm curious like what you mean of him because like you know andy milanakis was the same age forever because he sure. had that yeah. weird disease yeah but he his brain okay. continued to grow yeah what what's the deal with the kid so the, uh, the, the kid has neither physically nor mentally uh grown at all in uh 10 years uh no one is really sure why uh like they've gone to like seen many doctors 
about this. Okay. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah, they and they went to like the best, and people couldn't figure it out. Um, they went to this guy, uh, Doctor Touch, and he uh, won uh, <laughs> coolest Doctor of the Year. Whoa! Yeah, from uh, uh, from Doctors Weekly, which is a magazine that comes out. Uh, and, oh man! Yeah, it's so like the Golden Globes of Doctor Awards. Yeah, and so uh, and like when you went to go see him, uh, or when, not when you went to go see him, when he went to go see him, honestly, there's like, oh, I see why, you know, people think this guy is cool. This guy fucking rules. Like, like they hang and out his with him. Name them. sounds like a Kiss song, you know, Doctor Touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of times his like uh, secretary will actually hum that under her breath at work. She doesn't know where the song came from. How could you not? I would like if I was around Doctor Touch, I would be doing that every day. So Doctor Touch, like, is is like when uh, the so the kid's real name uh, his his name is just the, yeah, his real name is the kid. His real name is uh, uh, Purvis Mellotron, and he uh, odd that he would go by the kid with a last name like Mellotron. Well, yeah, it's it's you know most people are like dying to come up with a nickname like Mellotron, and that's his Christian name. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, what uh, what ended up happening is like they the parents were like, "Holy shit, this guy is rad as fuck." Uh, he had like a bunch of cool stories to tell. He was wearing like um, like swimming trunks, pounding beers, you know, uh, classic. And he was a pretty good doctor, but you know he couldn't cure the uh, or figure even figure out what is wrong with uh, you know with Purvis. So he's just remained an eight year old and uh, probably will just for the rest of existence. Uh, so they have the radio show and the nighttime uh, show, the one that called you, um, they, uh, it, it was hosted by this, uh, married couple, uh, and they were called, uh, the love Jones, the love Jones. Yeah. Because what happened was one of them, their last name was love. The other one was Jones and they, uh, oh. combined them with a hyphen. I see. Yeah. So, um, they're the ones who called you and you, you know, said that uh, horrible thing and, and got people in trouble. Uh, so in my uh, defense, I was supposed to say the horrible thing, though. Like I was rewarded for violating FCC law. Sure. I just don't like the way you frame that. Like it made it sound like I brought down my favorite radio station well, due to malice or a lot of people are going to be honest with you. See it that way. But it. What I would assume they ran promotions for this. Like, how does everybody else not know that I was supposed to say that when they called me at nine fifty-five p.m. By the way, which is non time to do a radio giveaway. I gotta say, sometimes they'll leave like a uh, like boxes of just human shit on your uh, doorstep that are on fire. The people that were fans of WASS, yeah, or oh, and like you can tell they're fans because like some, they'll smear. Uh, on your door with uh, with blood, uh, ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, that doesn't happen a lot, but it, it, it has happened on occasion. Uh, so you had a hundred thousand dollars, but um, you ended up. Seems least- like that's not enough money to be a town pariah. You'd be also, surprised. I, I like this radio station too. If I was listening enough to like get in on the promotion, I'm not happy about this station going under. Sure, I'm one of them. Yeah. I mean, you you know, your replies fall on uh, uncaring ears. 
Yeah. So, um, well, can I start a radio station then? Maybe you I can th- reach those. You were th- Maybe I like hires these people and give them <laughs> like we reboot the station, but now like I'm in control yeah. and I take the winnings. Maybe so. It's almost like a pirate takeover if you think about it. Sure, you kind of th- uh, think about doing that, but um, you actually get uh, approached uh, by you know some guys. Um, they needed an investment into a, a new uh, type of restaurant. Uh, it's called West Coast Palette. And oh. basically what it is, is it's uh, these restaurants that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, open up in these like, you know, shithole towns across America that just uh, don't have... You sound like the president. Yeah, that just don't have that West Coast vibe. You know, they don't have that West yeah. Coast food selection. Yeah, it's not it's not chill, bro. Not at all. So it's like you guys will be in like a, like Dupo, Illinois uh, is the first place that you went and you guys were selling. Okay. You guys were like, hey, Dupo, we have fresh limes. And they were like, holy shit. So, um, but it ended up going under like pretty much immediately. So um, mm-hmm. you're kind of, I don't want to say in financial straits, but things are not going well. So I went from having $100,000 to becoming a town pariah, having shit smeared on my door, investing my, yeah, (laughs) excuse me, human shit. There's like notes in them too. And when you look at the notes, they just say, fuck you, Kevin. We know you live here. Asshole. And I I invest in a restaurant specializing in West Coast cuisine in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. Yeah. And when that goes under, and I assume coronavirus wasn't helping the business with that either. Um, well, this is like a couple years down the road, so it's uh, oh, okay. so it's no longer an issue. One day, it just, oh yeah, you said in in the future, yeah, one day. Sure. So the coronavirus was uh, ra- uh, ravaging uh, America, mm-hmm. and then one day it just kind of went away. Whoa! So he was right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So the uh, thing that we got to give him, yeah, that's how he gets reelected. Yep. It's yeah, he actually, wow. yeah, he actually does end up getting reelected, <laughs> pretty much based on that. Um, I told you, just go away. Yeah, what can you do? So um, yep. you, uh, you know, you uh, lose uh, your money, you know, in this investment, West Coast Palace. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like this radio promotion was just the greatest curse of all time. Yeah. You I just had a normal life going on, and then one day I just answered the phone. With a wacky phrase, swearing, swearing the on phrase the radio, that pays. and then and then my right, my life is now in shambles. What is the moral? What is the moral play here? I don't understand the moral to the story. Oh, there's, don't participate in radio promotions. There's no real morals on on the show, but there's no lessons learned. Not really. So, no. um, you're kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. What am I gonna do? You know, and um, you're out at a store one day. Uh, you went to your local corner store. Uh, it's called Bodega. Yeah, the local Bodega. It's called Bobby D's Bodega for the boys. I feel that. That is where I would go. That sounds like my kind of scene. You go there. Bobby D was working there, as he always is. You walk mm-hmm. in, you go, Bobby D. And he turns and he goes, In the place to be, and kind of like poses. Oh, hell yeah. Always gets a big laugh. Love it. Uh, you go in there. Um, you know, you're, you're you're a little hungover. Do you, is there like a special drink or anything that you get the next day? Uh, those San Pellegrino with the uh, juice in them. 
like the uh, pomegranate or the blood oranges. Those okay. are what's up. So going over, man. Ooh. You walk in and uh, mm-hmm. you don't. You, and you go, hey, Bobby D, and he goes in the place to be. And you kind of like you're getting kind of noisy this time because you're hungover. So um, you ask him if he has any more of that like water because you don't see it. And he goes, huh, got the last one right here, baby. He slides it across the uh, like countertop. You put your hand out. It fits perfectly. Oh yeah, in your hand. It's like your uh, hand was crying out for divine justice, and it slid right. Just a magnet to the magnet to the mitt. Just right to that fucking sweaty palm of yours. Yeah. And uh, you you pay for it. He gives you the receipt, and it's weird because you take the receipt, and the receipt is is almost like cold. And it has like a like a like a certain weight almost to it. Okay. And you're like, what the fuck? And you look down, uh, and at the bottom of the receipt, it says, "You've been chosen." Your phone rings. Oh. What do you do? Uh. uh. I ask the clerk, chosen for what? He, Bobby D looks at you and he goes, I don't know nothing. And he walks away. Okay. Your phone continues I guess to I, ring. I, well, my, who's, who's ringing on my phone? What's the caller ID say? It's just like a sleek. I'm a modern man. I screen my phone calls. Sure. You know? It's a sleek blue L. That's it? Yep. I've never put an L in my contacts before. No, you never have, but it's like it's like a photo of an L. Oh. You know? I say I guess I'm gonna answer that phone because I've never seen this and this seems bizarre, so if this is like uh at the very at the very least this could be like some prank, so I might as well see what's up. Sure. Right? So you answer the phone. Uh you hear uh, a voice. Uh, hey, Kevin, this is Melanie Brown from the Landlax Corporation, and uh, we've got a money-making opportunity for you. Do you have a moment? Uh, sure. She goes on uh, to explain that uh, the Landlax Corporation, they're running this clinical trial. They are trying to cure uh, sexism in the animal kingdom. And basically, uh, they are uh, giving out like pills to take. You know what I mean? And um, they're like, you know, uh, you might even get a placebo. Who knows? But basically, um, you take one a day for a week and uh, just let us know how you feel. You know, how much uh, am I getting paid for this? 1500 smackaroons. Tax free. Total? You will never be taxed on this money. I'm going to pass on that, friend. I'm out. No way. I'm not taking that deal. Yeah. She goes, um, oh, uh, is uh, sexism in the animal kingdom uh, not something that you worry about? No, not in the slightest. She goes, huh. Okay. I can barely be concerned enough about sexism in humankind, and that's already exhausting. Yeah. She goes, how can I? She how goes, can I care about? She goes, I know what you're talking about, brother. Yeah, you're like hell yeah. Uh, I'm woke, so, and it's exhausting. I can't be doing sure. that for the orangutan too. 
Yeah. She goes, woke. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> then why did you call me? She goes, well, you know, it's just my job. Oh, okay. She goes, well, now, you know, I have you on the line. So, um, you know, I, I do have a couple other things uh, that, that we're working on. She kind of like looks, you can hear like some like papers being like moved around. And she goes, uh, how about this? We are doing uh, a trial. We are trying to make dreams real. All so right. uh, now you've piqued my interest. Yeah. She, she goes, um, talk about burying the lead. Why don't you open? You can't. I don't mean to be telling you your business is salesmanship or anything like that. She goes. She goes. I always appreciate constructive criticism. <laughs> okay, I would hope so. Yeah, if you're sitting on making dreams real, and you're not coming out with that hot. Like I don't know how you're going to be keeping people on the line. You're already playing uphill battle, calling people in this day and age. What year is it? You can hear like furiously scribbling down notes and she's like <laughs> and, you, and you hear her just say what year is it she goes okay well thank you for the feedback uh you're gonna get paid uh five thousand dollars for this study uh what you'll do is you're gonna come into um to our main uh, headquarters in connecticut uh and um stay there um overnight to do for this study she goes what do you say my man what are the side effects of this study? She goes, well, I'm not going to lie. Um, you, there is a chance that you might get uh, dry mouth. And uh, well, that's it. Yeah. Just she, dry mouth. She, oh, that's she, okay. She goes, do you believe in God, Mr. O'Brien? No. She goes, then you're fine. Okay. Uh, do you do it? I, I'm in. I would just uh, request a signing bonus, but aside from that, yeah, I'm down. And she goes, signing bonus. Did you kind of think so? Yes, a signing bonus. I'm a businessman. Sure. And she she goes, I like the way you think. She goes, how about $897 and a $20 gift card to the Darden Family Restaurant Group? I say you got to make it around thousand, and you got to double that gift card as a kicker. And you, you can see her like, uh, or like hear her rather like clearly typing something. And she goes, mm -hmm. she goes, well, it'll it'll come out of uh, my salary directly. But yes, let's do it. Oh, no, well, now I feel bad. She goes anyway. So um, just come on down here uh, tonight <laughs> at uh, nine o'clock, and uh, we'll see you there. Wait, hold on. Let me give you. Give me your address. I'll send you the gift cards at least. She goes. Uh, she goes. I don't want. Yeah, you can eat there. I don't yeah. want the gift cards. She goes. Oh, I'm, I'm a. Uh, she goes. <laughs> she goes. Uh, I'm allergic to uh, to chain restaurants. <laughs> oh no! So uh, she she goes. All right. Well, anyway, we uh, we texted you the address, and we'll we'll see yeah. it. We'll see it tonight. <laughs> okay. And looking she, forward to it. Thanks. Sorry. By the way, <laughs> she goes. Hey. Uh, and she goes. Look, I didn't get into this business to make money. And then what did you get into this business for her? And there's a very long pause, and she just goes, ah, oh, shit, and like hangs up. So uh, you're like, all right, whatever. And uh, so you end up um, taking a, uh, a bus to, uh, to Connecticut, uh, where the, the, the main headquarters is, you know? Can't even get a train ticket. I had to take the bus. Well, I don't want it to come out of that poor lady's salary. That's probably why I took the bus. So. Yeah. Uh, I probably paid out of my own pocket out of guilt. Sure. Uh, and you end up uh, getting there right at nine o'clock on the nose. 
You get there, you walk in. There's uh, this guy behind the front desk, and he looks up and sees you, and uh, he goes, whoa, who the fuck are you? What do you do? I go, who the fuck are you? And he looks at you, and he goes, I like your style. <laughs> and he goes, I like your style. And then he like looks down at his papers, and he goes, oh, you're here for the study. Right. Sorry. Sorry. First day. Yeah. First day jitters. Uh, and so um, you're like, we've, been, we've all been there, friend. It's all right. Hell yeah. Uh, you can see him kind of tear up. And he goes, he goes, I really appreciate it. He goes, I really needed that. Yeah. So um, you end up going up to the um, uh, 666th floor. And um, you get up there and there's like a, a doctor there waiting for you when you walk in. And uh, he goes, uh, oh, you must be uh, Kevin O'Brien here for the study. That's me. He, yep. he goes, well, we really appreciate you uh, donating uh, your time to this effort. He goes, uh, I don't know how much to explain to you exactly what this research study is, but uh, we're trying to bring uh, dreams into uh, reality, essentially. Yes. Yeah. And he goes, pretty sweet, huh? Pretty bitching in my book. And so um, he's like, uh, all right, well, um, when this study is done tomorrow, we'll have uh, the money for you. Uh, and he looks at you and he goes, I hope cash is okay. <laughs> I uh, I think we can make that work, my good man. And so he goes, all right, well, uh, basically all you're going to do is uh, we're going to put some uh, stuff on your head, you know, some wires or whatever. Uh, sure. I mean, he isn't, you know, he explains it a little bit better than that. Well, yeah, uh, I'd imagine so. And so uh, he goes... Uh, so we're going to, uh, do that. And then, uh, once it's uh, closer to bedtime and then, um, dream away he, and he looks at you and he goes, aim for the stars. So you're like, uh, all right, whatever. And so, uh, you just end up like hanging out there. Uh, they have like a, like a room set up for you. There's like a TV, uh, with like Netflix. Yeah, this is, hey, this ain't my first medical study. Sure. 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 I've been, I've been around the block. Yeah. You uh, you sit down, you put, kick your fucking feet up, watch some TV for a while. Uh, you're watching this TV show called uh, Chunks. Uh, Chunks is a show hosted by the, uh, these kind of meatheads uh, named Howie and Chip, and they just like chunk different things. Uh, <laughs> what? Wait, what is chunking? Can like, you explain like, it? It's, it's, like it's when they uh, they'll do stuff like uh, one of them will like. Uh, throw like an egg against a wall and he'll like turn the camera and he's like chunks and then like <laughs> one of them will have like a steamroller and will like like knock over like the uh the statue of liberty and he's like chunks so oh, okay. it's just like uh different things and uh in this episode they're doing like uh a uh a, a greatest hits uh oh, chunking yeah chunks and uh and so they're showing <laughs> okay. you like they had they had uh, an episode where they decided to uh chunk the uh seven uh wonders of the world <laughs> and so um they were kind of showing some stuff from there uh wait which one was it what do you mean you said one of the seven wonders of which one was it the great wall of china oh man 
And so, um, so you, there was an episode where that happened. They had a, they had a, a kind of a. I'm gonna be honest. It was a little bit of a head scratcher, but it was people. It was pretty powerful. They had one episode where they found, uh, they found their father, who had uh, abandoned them uh, when they were young. Uh, yeah. It, it turns out that uh, their father was from uh, this like war torn uh, region of the world, and. Um, uh, on like the when they were like three, he was like, "I gotta get my kids out of here," you know, type of a deal. Like the like the the U.S. Army was like coming out, you know what I mean? And so uh, he did that bit where like he ran and he was like, "Take my children!" And uh, the soldier was like, "What?" And he was like, "Do it!" And then like he gra- he like throws the kids at him and he catches them and he, like they sure. look at each other and they make eye contact and the guy just goes, "I love them." <laughs> <laughs> so you're like oh my god that's so it is it is a yeah and like they had no I- they had no idea they didn't they 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 always knew that they I were uh, they always knew they were adopted but they didn't know like yeah. the story and then they end up finding out that they have like um uh you know half sisters and stuff like that so they're like holy shit so it is uh it's a mind fuck of an episode man and it uh it's it's not very they don't chunk a lot of stuff they mostly cry but it is pretty powerful so you're watching that and you're like <laughs> sounds like it yeah and you're like wow what 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 a uh, what a life and uh, you uh, go to sleep and uh, that night uh, you dream of uh, fire demons from hell and uh, they get brought into reality yeah. and they uh, end up destroying the entire world. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> they spawn uh like every hour. So like within like two days, there's so many of them, and uh they just <laughs> end up setting uh the entire world on fire. And that it, makes way too much sense. It burns say that it burns so brightly that it engulfs the sun yeah. and ends up slowly yeah. it ends up slowly over the next several billion years mm-hmm. uh destroying uh the rest of uh, the universe. Cause these were some spicy fire demons, my man. That's uh talk about a chunk, huh? You were the fir- they just chunk the whole world. You were the first to die. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you died. You died screaming, and you died, and you died hungry. You didn't eat dinner that night. <laughs> oh, I'm always hungry, so that tracks too. In retrospect, I guess the question is, what are the odds that that would have happened if I hadn't watched that episode before I went to bed? Like, would that have shifted the percentage a little bit that it could have been something better that popped out or was it always yeah i mean you definitely fucked up you probably just should have went to sleep so but yeah uh, but i mean like what if they brought the dream real is it always going to destroy the universe that's the question well uh it's it's hard to tell because the universe has been destroyed completely I know we only had one shot at it, and it seemed like I really uh, stepped in it again. From the fire of your dreams, it might. Well, in my defense, they should have done better vetting. Because why would you grab one of the most famous uh, scapegoats and traumatize uh, human beings in town to then be in a dream uh, study? You know that, like, they got to be looking out for themselves a little bit more. You want somebody a little bit more well adjusted than a guy who's dealing with what it feels like to lose it all ambient town pariah sure so it's like is it my fault sure but i'm also a product of the society that whisked me up into their dream clinical study because i needed six thousand dollars and forty dollars in gift cards to what was the place again the darden family restaurant group 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's if I remember anything as a kid, because I won a lot of stuff on the radio. Uh, it's really <laughs> the food gift cards that really made it worth it. I'm talking Taco John's. I'm talking free Olay's. I'm talking free Runza. I'm talking, what is it, Darden Family Food Corporate? I can't even remember anymore. Yeah, but you you died alone. That sucks. 